Welcome to the Becoming You podcast. I'm your host, Megan, a mindset coach passionate about helping you feel empowered to be your most authentic and confident self. In these episodes, you can expect to find raw and honest solo conversations, practical tips, inspiring interviews and insights that will cover topics like self-awareness, self-development, anxiety, health, and so much more. If you're ready to take back ownership of your life and feel confident to step into who you truly are, then this podcast is for you. So let's jump into today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Becoming You podcast. Today I'm chatting to Amy Elise, a mindset coach and mentor, helping women fall in love with being alive as playful, resilient and powerful humans. Oh my God, I love what you stand for. Thank you so much for joining me and saying yes to this chat. Oh my gosh, hello, I'm so excited to be here. Amazing. I We've been friends on Instagram for a while now, right? Mm-hmm. And we're always in the DMs, yeah, <laughs> having literally. all the chats. I know, I love it. I love it. And I'm so excited to dive into like this topic today. Because mm-hmm. I think it's going to be so relatable for so many people. Um, but before we dive into that, I would love for you to share with us a little bit about what you do and how you got into this work. Okay, beautiful. Um, Okay, so what I do essentially is like my intention is to just ignite the power in people that they already have, like the power within humans and in women that they feel just to feel so safe and so heard and to step into like the magical, powerful human that they are. And I've held group containers and I'm doing some one-to-one coaching and mentoring which I love and hosted some masterclasses and things so just all that beautiful beautiful goodness about like mindset and embodiment and just tapping into like the powerful human that you are and I guess essentially for me what ignited this and what brought me into this space and like ignites my passion for this is I in full transparency have had a mental health journey and within that I struggled a lot with with anxiety and depression in particular and I just always felt so alone and I think it's just it's so common for for people to be experiencing this these states of mind and this thing and and feeling so alone in it as I was you know, like getting better and like strengthening through myself and and all of the things. I just had this realization within me. I was like, it's, I just, I never want anyone to feel so alone in these, in these emotions and these feelings because you are never alone. And it just ignited this spark in me to, to start speaking about it, like really authentically and just actually putting out there, like, this is happening and not in a way where it's like, oh, like poor me, like sympathy, like not in that way at all. It was like, I want to normalize for lack of better word, but like normalize these feelings. So other people can, are like, Hey, I'm, I'm feeling that too. Or like, I'm not so alone in that. And within that, just like dissolving this feeling of like being alone in this and like, actually like collectively, like moving through it or, or, or feeling mm. empowered or or switching and that's when I you know started when I started learning myself like mindset things and ways to support myself and hold myself and recreate that safety within myself to be able to like speak openly about that and have a collective healing rather than being so conditioned in like oh I have to 
keep it in myself or I don't feel safe in this or like, you know, shaming yourself and all of the things that come with that rather than, you know, sitting in that and actually bringing it to light and speaking about it. And again, like normalizing it, not in a way where it's like, Hey, it's normal to feel this, but like, you're actually not alone in feeling this. And the more that we speak about it and like learn these things and come together, it doesn't have to exist as heavy or, you know, yeah, it doesn't have to hold that weight anymore. A hundred percent. And first of all, I love that. And thank you so much for sharing like your little bit of your story um, and can totally relate to the anxiety and the depression, exactly what my life was like for a very long time. And I think that's why I love your page as well, is that it is so authentic and vulnerable. Like you are just showing up as who you are and showing all the things, no matter what, like, and that and people find that they can resonate with that. Like, because we often feel these things and we feel shameful and we know that shame thrives in silence. Mm. So it's just so beautiful to see somebody sharing that. And I think as well, what you said about that, when you started looking at yourself and like, okay, what can I do? Because it is, I'd say pretty normal as well, when we're in these states of mind that we feel like there's something that we can do as well. We feel powerless. Yeah. And there's almost this sort of victimhood, which takes over where we think things are out of our control. And I think learning that actually there are things that you can do and things that are in your control shifts the perspective on it and like allows you to feel more empowered that, oh, actually, maybe I I actually am part of my own healing. I can do that for myself. Um, and you are someone that gives that like voice and allows people to, to see that is possible. So I love that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and it's, it's so true. Like, and this is so beautiful and it literally just like, like I have a feeling in my body, like even thinking about it, that's like ultimately, and this is something I learned like through that, like power and that, that you have is it's within you. Like it's within every single one of us. And when we like realize that and we can observe that and and step into that, it, it just dissolves and transcends so much, like mm. so much. And that's just what I love speaking to and why I love holding these spaces and, and, and showing the things that you know, it helped me and, and what I continue to tap into all of the time because yeah. like, I'm, you know, we're, we're all human and bringing that humanness in, but that's just, yeah, that's just what I love and what I thrive in. And I just think it's so important. Yeah. And it's like the healing's never done. You don't get to a point where you're like, I'm healed, you know, like yeah. there's always going to be something else and you go along your journey and you think you've got rid of some limiting beliefs and then you reach the next level and the next limiting belief comes up and it's, it's really about like, or I think anyway, having the tools to be able to hold space for yourself through that. So yeah. you can move through the next thing, not not end up like stuck and sat in all of the, the feels or all of the beliefs that keep you stuck where you are. Mm, yeah, for sure. And I remember hearing this um, hearing this thing recently and it's, you know, when you hear like, trust the process and it's like, oh, this is unfolding, like trust the process, just trust the process. But like, it hit this new meaning and and I'm reflecting this in a way where you were like that it's not like a oh yeah like yeah I'm healed like it's done wahoo <laughs> like I'm like transcended this like that's it I'm done now I can speak about this but the way like I'm coming back into like trusting the process where it's like the beautiful thing is what if life gets to be the process and this evolution of things we're always going to change we're always going to be facing and and moving through different things which is so beautiful because that's Mm. the evolution of being a human but what if you know life actually got to be the process and all of these things that we're evolving through and and moving through and which is so beautiful 
is a part of all that too. And we don't have to make any of that wrong. Yeah. Is the process itself. Yeah. The the journey too, right? Like we, we often think about the destination, whether the destination is happiness or success or like whatever the thing is. And we feel like we're not it if we we're not there. Yeah. Or like, I'm not enough if I'm not there, but it's like, what if the journey is, is life and like, we're just going through things on the way and not making, like you said, not making us wrong for it. Yeah. It's like, everything's happening for a reason. I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. Mm. Um, and we get to just navigate that. Yeah. And I think like, and this is, I'm just going on, you know, fully off now, but I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and I, I realized this as well, like, and, and this is just like a part of my own experience within that. And just a piece of what you said is like, if, when, if the end goal is like the happiness and ultimately like a hundred percent, like we just want to keep igniting that within us, like, which is so beautiful. But like, I think as well, like I've seen a lot. And I, if I think back to my journey, like again, when I like first started and things and, you know, as we move through, we, we learn different perspectives and whatnot, but I remember like, and I literally just have this vision of like being in Kmart or something. And they have all like the self-development books there, which is mm. like still love, not shaming on any of it because time, place. And I absolutely love those things. But I remember like seeing them and they're all at like, the end goal is like happiness and how to find happiness and all the things. And it's almost like, then you start like shaming yourself because you feel like you're lacking that because you're not there or reminds you like, oh my gosh, I'm not there. And I think in speaking about like what I do and like what feels really beautiful is just like, there's a the beautiful polarity of holding all the emotions, mm. Mm. like holding all of them. And it doesn't make you bad or wrong. Like if you're not this, this happiness thing in the, in the current time that you are, because everyone's process is different. But like, just in that, I feel like there's sometimes that you bring this like lack or feelings about yourself if you don't necessarily have that now and like that destination oh my god I'm not there Mm. I'm not this and all of those things unfold again like this is just the beautiful process of it and everyone has their own process and you don't need to make yourself wrong for all of those things it's so yeah and the the comparison plays into it especially when you're seeing other people and you think I'm not there and like for me at the beginning of my journey too when I'm like oh I just don't think I'll ever be happy like I just like I've I've not experienced that honestly. I must have been twenty, early twenties, maybe twenty four, and I was like, I don't know what joy is. I don't know what happiness is. I just don't think that's ever going to happen for me. Which is really sad when I when I think back to that now, because um, I thought it was a destination that everyone else was there and I wasn't because I hated myself and I hated my life and things didn't work out for me and all of the all of the stories which we know we play, but it's like it's not a destination because it's just an emotion. Mm. And so I shamed all the emotions that I was feeling, like anxiety and disappointment and sadness and anger, which is a huge one. And I, I was like, because I don't feel joy. And I actually remember the first time I felt joy. Well, probably not the first time, but the most memorable time was when I was here and I was literally just walking. It was a beautiful, sunny summer's day. And I'd gone for a walk on my own. I was listening to some bangers. So like, classic tunes my favorite thing to do <laughs> best and I was just walking and I was fucking smiling and just bopping along and was like oh my god I was looking at the trees and I saw the birds and I was like fuck everything feels so colorful and like vivid and I feel this in my body I feel so good and I'd never felt that before and it's like oh shit this this exists and I get to feel this mm. and then I was like okay this is possible for me and then it was kind of being able to go yeah but I'm also a human 
And so this isn't going to, it's not going to, it's going to peak and trough, right? Like I'm not always going to feel like that, but I know that it's possible now. So I got to start doing things that bring me that feeling and bring me that joy that obviously aren't toxic in some way, (laughs) because obviously a lot of us spend a lot of time as well seeking ways, maybe it's alcohol or food or like whatever that bring us that feeling that aren't necessarily healthy. So I think it's just all about finding that balance and like what works for you to help you feel good. Yeah, absolutely. And it looks different for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. So I really wanted to chat with you because you are just like, you are the, what's the word? The embodiment of, well, I think anyway, like practicing mindfulness. And I always think that when I come on your Instagram page and I'm like, she's like, she's doing the things. Um, so I wanted to know like what mindfulness means to you and what like practices you actually incorporate in your life to help you with that. Oh my gosh. Firstly, thank you. I'm really receiving Mm -hmm. that. That is so kind. Thank you so much. Um, mindfulness became a really, really big piece for me. And it's something that I just forever come back to. And I literally like now it's at a point where I just, I like, I think about it and I start doing it, which is so beautiful, but it's, it's a muscle it's built in saying that it didn't just happen, but something, I guess, like if I reflect back to what I was saying before about when I was in like a really anxious mind and all, and you know, all the things with that mindfulness is to me is really just becoming really present with what is Mm. right and it's easy to be like oh like be present and other things but like it's actually the stopping and observing and that like it can come in so many forms which is like literally just coming back to your breath or just looking like actually familiarizing yourself with your environment or your settings yeah like it's it's observing yourself in your thoughts, like actually just seeing them play out in an observer or witness point of view, where it's like they're just actually things that are happening. It's not me. Yeah. Right? Like it's in my physical human and my consciousness and whatnot, but like they're playing out, but it's not actually me. And just observing in like a really non judgmental way, just full observer energy, not going on a quest, being like, what is this? <laughs> like just observing. And And a sense in that is just being. And when I say being, it's like we're not human doings, Mm. we're human beings. One of my favorite quotes. Yeah, I love love that. It's so true. And I think a lot of us struggle in doing that because we're so overstimulated, you know, externally and internally in our nervous system and things. But mindfulness is coming back into just almost like just coming home to yourself and like finding a tapping into that inner peace in a really physical, just like with your body in a, like an tapping into this inner peace within yourself. Yeah. And And we are overstimulated and a lot of us find it difficult to be. And I think being our our bodies as well, because I don't know about you, but I overthink a lot. There's always lots going on up here. So to just be, to be mindful is like to be present as in like, I'm, I'm here and my environment, like, and not overthinking, you know, and not sort of listing off all of the shit that you've got to do later or all the things that you're worried about. And I think we place our worth in our productivity as well. So relaxing feels like, oh, no, 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 I've got all the things I need to be doing and I can't possibly relax or just take five minutes to, you know, connect with my breath or whatever because we feel like we need to earn it in some way. And I don't know if that resonates with you, but for me it was like 
if I'm going to rest, I need to have earned that rest. I need to make sure that I'm doing all the other things and have ticked everything off before I'm worthy of like settling down and doing nothing, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I think it's such a a conditioning within us as well, like to just, you know, I don't like using the word success because like what is success, right? Like it's (laughs) it's a variable, but in order to be successful, we need to be busy. And I remember hearing Mm -hmm. this quote and it stuck with me like years and years ago. I don't know if I read it or whatnot, but it was like busy is a state of mind. And I like believe that to an extent because like what we're saying, we're overthinking and all the things, but time actually doesn't change. It's just Mm -hmm. like, it's all happening internally. But mindfulness as well to me is a practice that I just love doing is like getting up for sunrise and just like sitting and just like looking at the ocean or the sun rising. Mindfulness is just reading a book or mindfulness is being in nature. It's just really, for lack of a better word, like exercising love for yourself and holding yourself and being there with yourself as is and accepting in that moment and not in a way where it's like, oh, like I'm accepting what is, but like deep mindfully accepting and being within yourself in whatever's happening in that yeah time. yeah I agree 100 percent. and we sometimes don't feel um safe maybe safe's not the right word but we we put other people first we spend a lot of time thinking about other people and the things that they need and it's very hard to be like actually I need this and I just need to be and like that's okay and I think prioritizing ourselves because a lot of people might say, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time to do this or that. And I truly believe that like we all have them in the same amount of time, right? We get to prioritize what we think is important for us. And this is one of the most important things because being present, personally, I think it ch- changed so much for me. Being able to be in the moment and not being angry or stressed or upset about the past and not worrying about my future just gave me the ability to be so grounded and think more clearly and like make better decisions for myself. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I spoke to this in the masterclass I did playing with presence. Like there is just mm-hmm. so many beautiful things, like so many beautiful things that come in allowing yourself to just be present. Yeah. And it's so beautiful. I was actually talking to a client about this the other day and like, just about like the piece that you said about putting everything or everyone else or whatever it looks like external to us Mm. first and I think that sometimes we can feel a lot of like guilt or a lot of but I'm not meeting this and and again it's like it's putting external things um ahead of you first and and it can like feel guilty or uncomfortable or like oh like I have to I have to meet all these standards that we're not even conscious of like or I need to do all the things before I actually look look after myself and there's nothing wrong like in fact I think it is one of the most if not the most like important and beautiful thing to actually look after yourself first whatever that looks like for you and filling your cup up in that way and even like mindfulness you know even for a second just being like my hand on my heart like and that's a part of mindfulness it can be whatever it looks like for you too to just like hold yourself there and be like I just need to be with me right now Mm -hmm. Because when you do that, truly, when you do that and look after yourself first, the overflow into everything else is so beautiful, but you can't feel from an empty cup. And I think that we just get so even unconscious of us being so empty and then it like manifests into the exhaustion and, you know, the resentment Mm -hmm. and so many other things, but it's never, ever like truly it's never, for lack of better words, wrong or bad to actually look after yourself. Like you are not wrong or bad Mm -hmm. for doing that first. 
or yeah. being in that first. And that's the discomfort that comes for most of us and the guilt that comes first. And this is again about pushing yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone in the beginning to get to a place where you feel more comfortable with it. Like the more that you practice something, the more that it feels more comfortable for you. And like you said, like mindfulness, it is a practice. Mm. It doesn't, you don't just wake up one day and you're like, oh, I can do this now. Like yeah. it doesn't work like that. You know, you, you have to consciously choose this is what I'm going to do, whether it's five minutes a day, whether it's whatever it looks like for you, you have to consciously choose that and practice it so that then it becomes ingrained and it becomes your habit and you feel less guilty about being able to put yourself first. Yeah. It's like, you don't go to the gym and like walk out with like a six pack. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's that consistency of like, and like you said, the decision and choice to do that yeah. for yourself. And it's, yeah, it, it's an absolute practice, you know, like even meditating and things like, I, and I said this at the start, like it, it's a built thing. Mm-hmm. It's not like you just flick a switch and you can do it like for 20 minutes or whatever. It's like little things at a time. Mindfulness is not just sitting with your eyes closed and, and meditating, like mindfulness and meditating is not just like sitting with your eyes closed in silence. Like you can be mindful like on a walk just by like feeling your feet on the ground and mm. just like being what's in front of you. You can exercise and be in like a high intensity class and it's a mindful exercise because you're 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 in it. Conscious. You're so in that moment and like feeling the weights or like whatever. This is just for an example. Or mm. like dancing, like I I love a dance party so much. Like one You of know favorite- I do. <laughs> One of my favorite things of mindfulness is putting on a banger and I'm belting it out in the car and having a great, the yes. most unreal time. Like all of those are forms of mindfulness because you're yeah. just in that, you're so within yourself in that moment. Yeah. And the ability it has to change your state, like it has the ability to change your state of mind. Oh, Like yeah. if I'm feeling flat and I go and have a dance, that changes my state of mind. Yeah. And that is conscious. I'm consciously choosing that because I know that works for me. It makes me feel better and I love it. So obviously it looks different for everybody, but it's like experimenting, finding what, what works for you um, yeah. and tapping into that. Yeah. Sure. It's an absolute energetic, energetic shift. Like everything is energy. And in that it's, yeah. So good. Mm. Um, you and I talk about emotions quite a lot <laughs> in the DMs. We're always like expressing and experiencing our emotions and being yeah. very like, we openly share that with each other. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to know if, you've always been so connected with your emotions or if this is something you've kind of learned? What a beautiful question. Um, Myself. um, Yes, deeply. I'm a very emotional, very in touch with Mm. my emotions and and energy and, and all of the things as well. I always have been. And I think since going in this healing journey and like what I've learned over the time, like I've always been very in touch with my emotions. And I think that like look you can't see me but my hand I'm like talking so much with my hands they're just like hanging in the air um <laughs> main character it's very expressive <laughs> um anyway oh my gosh just distracted myself but like okay so with emotions because I've always been such an emotional person and and I started I'm going a bit deep in here but like when I started wanting to actually understand where my emotions and things were coming from as well like I actually started seeing the reasons like why or behind those emotions were actually coming out for me. Yeah. Which is just like so powerful rather than like we've been saying, hold myself in the emotions because emotions are just essentially energy in motion moving through Mm -hmm. your body that are asking to be processed and moved through. 
right? Like no matter, regardless of what they are. So I've always been in touch with that. But then when I started doing this work and like looking into myself and, you know, self-development and and everything with that, I started understanding like why these emotions are coming up as well, which now I can like hold myself in when something's coming up, I can see like where it's coming from. Not Mm. all the time, of course, (laughs) but like- We're human. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And just allowing that. And when I learned as well that that's just energy in motion too, I actually, when I, it comes up, I witness it there. Like I hold it there and I can hold myself and I just mm-hmm. actually allow it to pass through and come through and, uh, and allow myself that space to, to process and be with. And I think what's so beautiful in that as well is when we allow that to happen, the energy that's like stuck in our body or this emotion actually like think of like a pebble in a river when we're like, oh no, I don't want to feel that. And, and that's a lot of conditioning sometimes as well. But when mm-hmm. we don't, it blocks up and the emotion feels heavier and bigger, right? That energy starts getting stagnant and built in our bodies. And when we actually just recognize it's there and allow it to be there, it's like the pebble moves. And, you know, and that's when sometimes we can have those emotional releases, which are necessary yes. at times, right? Necessary. Yeah. Um, it's just allowing that to pass to pass through. Oh my gosh, I don't even know if I've answered your question, but. No, you, you did. And like the, what you were saying, there's power in yeah feeling the emotion but understanding like where that's coming from and like why as well because a lot of these things are we're triggered which we're, tr- we're feeling an emotion now because it's triggered from our childhood or it's triggered from a past thing that maybe we didn't release or that it's still got some hold over us and I think there is so much power in understanding that because for myself I um didn't like to feel anything I was very disconnected between my emotions even though I was super emotional so I, was, I would feel this bigness, but I didn't want to feel it and I didn't understand it. So then I pushed it down and was like, it's wrong and I shouldn't feel this and I'm so shameful. So every time something came up, it felt super heavy. Whereas now it's like, oh, yeah, I understand what, like, what that's linked to. I understand that I'm allowed to feel whatever it is because it's just letting me know it's just a messenger. It's just it needs some loving attention. Like, And then I allow it to be there and then I either sit with it because sometimes we have to sit with it too, right? Like yeah. the other day I had something come up. I can't remember what it was about. I'm very emotional. I cry all the time. Um, but something came up for me and I was like, I really don't feel good, you know, and I'm, I'm actually just going to be in this. Now, sometimes I'm like, I'm going to move through this. I'm going to have a dance. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do what I need to do to get through it. And then other times it's like, no, I actually just need to sit, sit in it be in it. And it will, it will obviously, it's temporary. It will, it will move. But it's like using that, discernment and trust in yourself that you know what I need I like I know what I need to do with this right now and like it's not wrong neither of them are wrong because either way the emotion is temporary and it will move through you if you allow yourself to feel it (laughs) if you suppress it then it's just going to build up build up build up and then you're probably going to (laughs) explode at like minor things which is what I found myself doing in the past you know not expressing anything and then something had happened and it just everything would blow up right which doesn't feel good and then you don't want to feel your emotions because it feels like it's too much yes oh my gosh there is so much there is so much power in what and what you just in what you just said like every single part of that was so beautiful and that's it like and and that's what I've fully learned within myself and I try to embody a lot of the time is emotion just letting yourself feel like actually just letting yourself feel it's safe and recreating and and within that piece with emotions, I guess, actually recreating that safety within my body to be able to feel that like it's safe. I've got you. It's, it's actually okay to feel through this moment. Yeah. 
And to, yeah, to not go into the whole like childhood thing, but there's a reason we feel like we can't feel something. It wasn't okay. It wasn't right. For me, I wasn't allowed to cry or there was, it was weakness, you know, all those things we get conditioned that, oh, it's not okay to feel this. It's not okay to, to cry. It's not okay to be angry. So it doesn't feel safe. And I think knowing that too allowed me to be less shameful and more compassionate with the fact that it's like, this is actually not my fault. It's not my fault that I struggle to express this or feel this thing. It's conditioned, but I actually now have the power to change that. And I get to create, like what you said, I get to create the safety within myself to, to do that, which again takes practice. Oh, it all takes practice. <laughs> and this again is why I love so much to speak about this because there's just, there's so much again in that conditioning pace where we don't actually feel safe to even speak about things like this. Mm. Yeah. So true. Yeah. How do you think that being able to connect with your emotions and, and to to feel them, really feel them, allowed you to actually transform your mindset and, and transform your life? Being act being able to actually feel my emotions, like how that's how that's moved, like propelled me forward and 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 changed me into the human that I am. Essentially, because like literally what we were saying, when when you when I wasn't or when you don't, it starts to build up in your body. Mm. And that starts to create, you know, the the momentum of that energy, that cycle of like in your mind, oh my gosh, all the stories come up and all the thoughts come up. And then that ignites more emotions, which ignites more thoughts and more <laughs> emotions. And it, it's this cycle, right? And, yeah. and I used to, truthfully, I used to just like sit in silence, like with that. And it would just go on and on. And what I've learned in like actually allowing myself to feel through those emotions and and share them right and create that safety within myself to to share them and and mm. actually know that I'm a human being with human emotions and we have a whole scale and we're actually supposed to feel all of them and it's it's okay yeah <laughs> um has allowed me to dissolve a lot of like what I was holding on to and you know some things are inevitable with pain but like that an additional suffering with that cycle it actually allowed me to like dissolve dissolve through that too and I think it's so beautiful because when we allow ourselves to dissolve these things and, and choose differently that's when life changes like that's when you actually realize like you can trust yourself and hold yourself and and make different choices to like look after your human and and that this it's not actually a bad or wrong mm. wrong thing and it, it's very for lack of better words normal yeah and I guess how that's allowed me to manifest like into my life and how it changes is that I actually like I just hold myself in all of it yeah I observe it and choose differently and I don't make myself wrong for it and I know that's different like and I know that it's just like an like you said temporary and also an evolution of my human and Mm -hmm. I allow myself to like grow and change with that and that that's all okay yeah so true Mm -hmm. I love that (laughs) um if someone was like right at the beginning of their like healing journey and they wanted to start like doing this work and it can feel really overwhelming, mm. what would you say to them? Like where to start? Like what should they, what should they be doing? How to move forward in this if you're like right at the beginning? Wow. So I think like the first thing would just become like really curious, mm. like just become really curious with your thoughts or your emotions. And like when I say curious, actually just again learning to become a bit of an observer of things and just like oh like that's interesting 
like that that's coming up or like and just like becoming really like interested in and what's actually happening in in your internal world yeah yeah and even look at the proximity that you're in and like if you're curious about things like start um introducing those things into your world like when when I first started on my like well-being journey and and becoming really interested in that like that's the kind of things I would do like on my socials that I'd have I'd start like oh that person looks like interesting or that's interesting perspectives and things and I would start you know that would becoming my feed and then that would make me curious about the way I was thinking or Mm. like even going to like a different places or events like that are in this kind of world just to like open up your mind and your space yeah about this and even the people that you interact with and it's just getting curious like just becoming curious with that and and leaving your comfort zone in a way if it's like oh I don't I don't know how this feels or anything you literally feel in your body either feel like contracted or you feel expanded with things like get curious about what expands you Mm. even what would one percent of that look like and just like trust yourself in that yeah I love that all of that Um, especially curiosity like when I was doing my NLP course we talked about like it's curiosity over blame you know or fault getting curious over judging yourself like oh why do I feel this thing or that's interesting like I wonder where that thing came from or when that person does that thing I wonder why I feel angry or annoyed or like instead of sort of blaming the external world for everything I think is really important and then yeah like what you said about the environment like where who are you surrounding yourself with is it is it expanding you or is it making you contract and what are the things that you can do to push yourself out of your comfort zone because I think there's a lot of us with things we really want to do and we desire right I'm like oh, I really wish I could do blah but then we hold ourselves back it's like okay what's the one percent what's the first step that you could take in that direction and like do it and push yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone because like if we're being honest there's no growth without pushing yourself out of your comfort zone you can't because you can't can't change from there right so I think that's really important too so the last question that I ask every one of my guests is what do you think the wider impact of women doing the inner work can have on the world oh what I um Oh, this is just so, such a beautiful, like loaded question. Ultimately, it changes the way that you feel about yourself and therefore the way you see the world. And we've spoken about this piece like conditioning and like, I guess what conditioning is, is a way that we've been taught to believe and like that is a truth and that's conditioning in a way that it's almost like a container of the only way that can that we need to be and where it's unconscious because it's so conditioned that we literally are just like for lack of a better word conditioned that way and I think that when we start to do the inner work and we start to get curious with ourselves and our internal world and start questioning things and like tapping into our inner power that is not external it's just such a piece of collective healing like Mm. collective healing when we do this within ourselves and like what I was saying before as well like I never want anyone to feel alone I think that when we tap into the inner work and and we start like becoming curious with ourselves and, and healing ourselves, we're actually collectively healing each other and the world. And that condition, those conditioning pieces where, and these are just examples that we can't, you know, be in our bigness. So we can't be emotional. We can't express like how we truly feel. It's it, within that, it's like dismantling it. Like mm-hmm. and it, it's, I think that like the inner work is so much even bigger than within 
ourselves. Like it is so much bigger. And I think the beautiful piece in that is when we come together and, and do this healing work, like collectively, it's it's healing each other and healing the planet. And therefore like generations and generations of generational trauma, like essentially mm. those conditioning pieces and speaking about that safety that we were talking about, it's actually recreating that on a whole new level. It's It's so powerful. I feel really, really passionate for that. Yeah, I love that. That was such a good answer. Thank you. And all of my guests <laughs> love that answer. Whatever that question, whenever I'm like, this is the question, they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. I've loved this conversation, which I knew I would. Oh, me too. It's been such a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. So if people want to find you or they want to get in your world, where can they find you? Oh, I love this. So my Instagram is Align and Body. And you can find me there. I have one-to-one coaching spaces. I've got masterclasses and group programs and things. I'm in the works of making all that are available now. So you can find me there. I love to jump on the stories and have a chat or in my messages and whatnot, but that's where you can find me. Amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. Honestly, such a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you would share it on your Instagram and tag me at Megan Scobley underscore. Till next time, my loves.